Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Four Center Presents Databank Dive. I'm Ken Napsok. And I am Joseph Scrimshaw, and we are here to discuss the wild, the weird, the wondrous of Star Wars. That's what Databank Dive is. We dive into one specific character, vehicle, technology, planet, maybe philosophy some days. Who knows? And we discuss uh, how weird it is, how wild it is, how wondrous it is, and even give it 
a little ranking. Uh, we did a first season of this show on the great sci-fi app, The Companion, uh, 10 episodes there. So if you want to check that out on The Companion, we always encourage that. But we are up to, ooh, episode 22, doing it right out here in public in front of everyone. <laughs> hey, we're in the park. <laughs> and we are enjoying it. We'll go, we'll, maybe we'll record a live episode in the park. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll go to Hyde Park. Uh, yeah, this is a, a lot of fun. We love doing this. And we often, uh, for the most part, release these shows on Sunday during our broadcast week. A little lighter fare for your Sunday afternoons. But it, what what that does for us this week, Joseph, at the time of this release, some of you might be listening to this later, uh, December 18th. This is the seventh anniversary of The Force Awakens release in the U.S. So because of that today, Joseph, in honor of that seventh anniversary of TFA, we are going to be discussing Happabores. <laughs> and more specifically, the Happabore wow. from The Force Awakens. The most important central character and moment in The Force Awakens, <laughs> the Happabore and its posterior. That's right. I think longtime Force Center listeners, you might be really excited as well because you know the amount of times that Joseph and I and Jennifer too have referenced that big old Happabore butt. We love the Happabore. <laughs> we love the Happabore. He's one of our favorites. Um, so we're going to dive in. What we do on the show is first we go to StarWars.com's databank. That's where we get a lot of this. Occasionally, the databank is empty. Oh, but not for the Happabore. Here's what it says. Strong, patient quadrupeds with oversized snouts, I'd say snoots and tiny eyes. Hapabores <laughs> are found on several worlds in the galaxy. Their thick skins allow them to resist heat, and their bodies reportedly contain reservoirs where they store water. Hapabores are slow but hardy and will trudge along obediently all day carrying cargo and riders. Finn happens upon a Hapabore while desperately searching for water in Nima Outpost on Jakku. That is, uh, that's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, there are a couple revelations in that to me. I mean, uh, we always look like to look at how the databank entries are written. They're all different. I like that this one almost has a <laughs> Dr. Seuss vibe. It really does. <laughs> With oversized snouts and tiny eyes. <laughs> their thick flesh hid their lies. Uh, that's yeah. not true. Uh, they, yeah. they seem very honest. Uh, I didn't yeah. know they stored water, Ken, which which yeah. makes me feel even worse for Finn that that Hapabore... <laughs> rounds the corner to kick him out of the way. You're storing water. <laughs> and it's like, well, how, how could the half of share that water? I don't think. I want to find <laughs> out. As always, we go to Wikipedia for a little bit more. The uh, Wikipedia entries often add a little flavor taken from uh, things in, in Star Wars books, comics, visual guides that maybe not all of us are familiar with. Uh, this is what they say. Pulled, there's a lot. There was actually a lot there for the half of I pulled out these two statements. Uh, the Hapabores, they had broad mouths with flat yellow teeth inside, which they would use to bite with if provoked. Otherwise, Hapabores were largely docile, being known as patient, obedient creatures that could take a lot of abuse. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> it starts out so good, all patient, obedient. Yeah. And you can just lay into them. They can take it. Yeah. No. And, they can, and a lot of this ties to um, sarcoplank. And that story, there's that short story, uh, I think you might have read, maybe I didn't, uh, where he, uh, Sarko, Plank, and Luke Skywalker are interacting. Yeah, it's uh, it's the weapon of a Jedi. There's that uh, Road to Force Awakens in the three books, one focusing on Luke, one on Han, one on Leia. And there is a little kind of comic book uh, collection mm. story of, of Weapon of a Jedi as well. Sarko, Plank was such a great design, an action yeah. figure and everything, not in the movie. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about him at some point on Database Dive. 
We will. Uh, then there's this statement here. Hapaborus succumbed to a variety of parasites, and certain companies offered products to help rid them of these parasites. One such product was Happy Boar Medicated Dewormer, distributed by Galactic Stock. Galactic Stock. All right, hold on. What are our thoughts on Happy Boar Medicated Dewormer Medicine? I, I don't know if I want in... SNL commercial from the 70s with Dan Aykroyd to be canon in Star Wars because that's all it makes me think of. Do you want Happy Boar medicated dewormer? Your Happy Boar needs it. Yeah, that's right. Do not taunt uh, Happy Boar medicated dewormer. Um, man, that's, that's a, the Phil Hartman era there too. Oh yeah, um, Happy Fun Ball. Utter classic. Happy fun, yeah, the, the, the template for commercial parodies. Uh, this is amazing. And this comes from the Ray Survival Guide, which I think was also in that Road to Force Awakens kind of Force mm-hmm. Friday release. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, I, I love this. I mean, this is, it's silly. It's completely silly, but also it's a, a potentially very real. Like this would be, this is the thing. If you got hapabores and you got parasites and the two don't mix, you would need some dewormer. So happy boar, medicated dewormer. This is something I would love to see sold at Galaxy's Edge. Do you think Hondo was ever in on this business? Do you think Hondo was trying to sell us? Yes. Yes, I think we need to look into Galactus stock and and see who's behind that business. Very profitable. Very profitable. <laughs> you buy in. Just buy in. Get more to get beneath you. It's not a pyramid scheme. I uh, love this idea here. So <laughs> there we go. Let's uh, where we often start, though, is uh, the description. Joseph, how would we describe Hapabores. And I'm saying Hapabores, but also, again, if you want to go to the Hapabore, uh, you can go that way as well. I, I feel like the Hapabore is is a, a great uh, example of their species, a pretty representative example. So uh, I'll describe Hapabores in general. Um, they're gray, overwhelmingly gray. And then I feel like they're designed to me as a little bit of what if a pig and a rhino had a baby? Uh, the 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 snout or the snoot is so pig forward, but then everything about him is just this this great clomping around rhino energy. Yes, rhino pig, and yeah, and even um, because they're you look at so they're big, they're big obviously, but they're shorter than I maybe would have thought. When you look at some of the long shots or, or mm-hmm. some of the designs, so therefore they kind of remind me. Uh, you said pig, but also like if a a pig and a dachshund and a rhino all kind of <laughs> come together. Oh, they got some wrinkles. Yeah, throw a dachshund in there for sure. Yeah. 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 Love that. Oh, that's a great, uh, great, uh, great description there. I love right, so, how uh, low yeah. to the ground they are too. That's the other thing. Is yeah. they, they, they look like um, they are standing up and sitting down at the same time. Like they found the happy medium. And maybe that's part of the name. The the they are happy. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, because I, I would love that. I, I I enjoy a good nap, but I enjoy a good sit. But I also like to walk around, and be active. So if I could do both at the same time, oh, that'd be great. Yep. Be great. Live in the hepaboard dream. <laughs> Live in the hepaboard dream. So as often we like to uh, try uh, to uh, we describe them, but uh, now we want to uh, go to our feelings here and. What did we enjoy about seeing that thirsty Hapabore in The Force Awakens? Now we are talking about the Hapabore. Hmm. Go back to that moment, Joseph. Seven years ago. We're in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. We're still in the first act. We're still got a lot of Star Wars in front of us, and we're still trying to, oh my gosh, Star Wars is back. You and I had this kind of uh, surreal experience. Oh, Gen 2. Like, oh, here we are. We can't believe we're watching a Star Wars movie. And the Hapabore is one of the first big things we say. See, what did you enjoy about that? 
Well, I just, I, I really enjoy that whole first chunk of The Force Awakens because it, it, it really is Star Wars is back and it's capturing all these things. There's a, there's fear and terror and violence, but then there's also like camaraderie and action, forward movement. And then there's, you know, uh, pathos mm. and, and sadness and depth with Ray's introduction and leading through this, all of these great Star Wars emotions, that scene of, of Finn walking through the desert in mortal danger, shedding mm. his existence as a stormtrooper. It's got yeah. uh, such weight. And I remember just being like, um, I know he's, I know he's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. There's some other yeah. clips of him in this film. Uh, but feeling like the, the terror and the horror of wandering through a desert. And I yeah. really enjoyed that, that moment of relief in that moment of whimsy where he's, I'm, this is gross water, but it's water. And he even got that moment. Where he's like, I don't know if I want to keep drinking this, but then he, he keeps going for it. And then mm. on top of that, you get the Hapabore sliding in there, bringing in that that bit of uh, Star Wars whimsy that can come from the animals, from the beasts of burden. So I was like, ah, this is yeah. great classic Star Wars. But then the shot. <laughs> <laughs> the straight animal <laughs> butt shot. Uh, the, the feeling that like, look, we went through the footage. We looked at this. We tried. This is the angle we need to tell the story. There's no way around it. We need to go. We need to line up like the Hapabore's butt is a yeah. spokesperson. Like it's Rod Serling introducing the Twilight Zone straight onto the camera. We got to do it. <laughs> do it. It's um, it's the detail <laughs> of the butt and the tail. Really is. It really is the detail, and and you know I'm giggling like a twelve year old in seventh grade laughing laughing at uh, butt jokes. But I mean it it's 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 so prominent, and it look I love going to zoos. Um, zoos aren't for everyone. I, I do enjoy uh, the LA Zoo a lot. I'm a member there, and I just I love staring at the animals and just seeing them walking around. And it's just such a real shot. It's just such a there's that big elephant um, doing his thing, and and. <laughs> And talk about, you know, the enjoyment that came out of it. Uh, you get, yeah, you're right. The first act. And I, uh, you and I are not alone in loving the first act of The Force Awakens. And, and, and Daisy is Ray and getting to know Finn and all the stuff. And yeah, even looking back seven years ago, it's a simpler time, if you can believe that, for Force Awakens. But I, I, I the, the escape from uh, the finalizer in, in Poe and Finn and the TIE, TIE Fighter escape was one of those moments that I celebrated as like, ah, yeah, th this is still going to be Star Wars, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm all for Star Wars pushing some boundaries and all those kind of things. But, you know, I, I just, it just, it just felt like that magical Star Wars moment. And then to have this kind of be one of the big moments afterwards <laughs> where, by, you know, by the way, you know, uh, Tito, we've already met uh, Tito and a lug of beast and, this fantastic kind of Star Wars kind of creature design. We'll talk a little bit about the creature design, but just to be here, it, it was reminiscent of Jabba's palace to me. It was, it was reminiscent of, of as a kid and just going, is that a, what is that? What is a mana man? Like what is going on there? Like, um, and, and, and you talk about the whimsy. Whimsy is big for us in Star Wars. It doesn't mean it always needs to be there, but it's a key ingredient. And, and this just, uh, I felt at home. I really felt home, which is why I think I, I just have always loved that. Hapabore. And what a name, too, when you discovered that from the Visual Dictionary. Yeah. Uh, like, Hapabore. That's, it just makes me happy. I'm a happy boar. Not a medicated dewormer, but I'm a happy boar around the happy boar. Yeah, it just, it sounds like, you know, uh, a patient, slow, big, you know, uh, lumbering creature. I really like looking at that scene that, you know, like, it really doesn't want to share with Finn because, like, there's mm -mm. plenty of water in it. It moves. It rounds a corner. It comes around to an entirely yes. different angle. Yes. <laughs> like it's trying to get its butt in the shot. It's like an extra <laughs> trying to be seen. 
Uh, I think the other thing that that is whimsical to me about it is, you know, going back to some of the conversations that happened when Force Awakens came out and some that have only kind of escalated since then about, you know, really wanting practical. Like, okay, great. Here's a practical butthole. Does does Star Wars feel real? (laughs) No computer made this. (laughs) Uh, And then that idea that, you know, uh, I I understand it's a lengthy conversation. We've had it a lot about the balance of new and old in in The Force Awakens. It was Star Wars returning. I think yeah. there's a lot new in there. We've done whole episodes on it, but I do. I think this is going to be my my go to answer now. When somebody's like, "There's nothing new in Force Awakens," like, "Oh yeah, how many buttholes have you seen in Star Wars? <laughs> you tell me there's nothing new in Force Awakens. Look at this." I would I would challenge George Lucas himself <laughs> at a food court with Sabaro. Say you think there's nothing new in Force Awakens? You didn't put any uh, rancor butt on screen. <laughs> There Let's zoom go. in. Let's zoom into this. <laughs> um, Beasts of Burden, you mentioned them, have been, uh, had quite a place in Star Wars. Uh, a lot of them we love. We celebrate Beasts of Burdens around these parts here in Star Wars. Maybe because I've always felt I'm a cart puller, not a sprinter. So I'm kind of a Beast of Burden. Um, at least I feel like a do-back. Uh, actually, I think I feel more like a Hapabore. Maybe that's why I connected them. But what is what is unique about Hapabores in this Hapabore to you, just as in the Star Wars pantheon of Beasts of Burden? Yeah, I think the context was just different because so many of the Beasts of Burden we had in- encountered, particularly, you know, on screen, uh, were either uh, threats. They were like, they're scary and they're monsters and they're coming to get you. Um, or they were rides. You know, it was really like animals serve two purposes in Star Wars. You can ride them or run from them. <laughs> yes. And I yes. did like that this is just this lumbering beast just going about its thing of just like whatever, you know, the Hepabore's day is like, this is this is yeah. the, the water break, you know, and it, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it is a beast of burden, but it didn't, it didn't have a rider. Um, and it wasn't, you know, a big threat. It just wanted to not share. It didn't actually mm-hmm. try to eat Finn. It was just like, that's my water tooth. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I think it was um, the personality just shot off the screen for me. I, I don't feel I got to know Dubacks until later in life, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel Rontos came a little bit later for me in my Star Wars experience ninety seven. But I, I, you know, I don't know if I could describe a Rontos personality to you yet. I got everything I needed to know about that Hapabore in that scene, and that was unique. Uh, you know, Eopies. We definitely learn a lot about Eopies. And I guess George would counter with, I yeah. did put some butt action in the prequels. That's true. Know. That That's true. I'll have to go back and look at <laughs> the clarity of the Eopies, you know. Uh, yeah, hindquarters. So. Reporting hindquarters, yeah. So in the, in the great food court debate, George might win that round, but we, we still have some debating to go on. But, you know, just I just it was so fun to see that. And, and, and um you know, Shaq's love Shaq's, but yeah, I don't, I don't know the Shaq personality other than they maybe don't like Anakin. Uh, I just, in a short amount of time, I just felt like a happy boar was a character I could have in my backyard, a beast I could have in my backyard to the ride, Shaq- to carry, sure, but to hang out with. Yeah, exactly. And the Shaq's are a perfect example. At first they're just doing, they're just happy boar, like they're just doing their thing. And then Anakin yeah. needs to ride them and make them a threat. He makes them fall in line with a uh, standard beasts of burden. Yeah. Oh, Anakin. What are you doing, Anakin? <laughs> Showing off. Uh, love the there. Yeah, I don't want to, there's no need to, to rank the Beast of Burdens, but the, 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 I was always felt that this is one of the unique things about the Happy War, why we're celebrating here. Exactly. Well, uh, we've discussed a lot of this, but I think it's a, a good way to kind of take this uh, part of the discussion home. Uh, what is the magic of Happy Wars and what do they bring to the Star Wars saga for you? 
Yeah, I, I think it is this this energy that you're talking about about relating to them. Like they're they're kind of like a beast if it was a couch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some beasts aren't in a rush. Some beasts don't have a big mission. Some beasts aren't angry about things. Some just want some water and then just to watch their stories. It's just the vibe of the hapapore. <laughs> yeah, that is beautiful. Uh, Douglas Adams will be proud of that description. I, I, yeah, that, that going to adding on to the personality and the presence, but talking about uh, 2015 and and Star Wars is back and uh, the magic, the little things, and it's always kind of weird to say, well, that feels like Star Wars because what is that? And I'm again always excited to find new things and have those become Star Wars for me, even though I hadn't thought about it. But in this uh, in this particular moment, in the first act of this film. I, I just felt like I, I clearly had never seen a Hapabore before, but I just mm-hmm. felt like they existed the entire time. And the design was over the top. That's an over the top snout. You know, little dogs. I always say snoot for a little dog. A little dog snoot. But that's a, that's an over the top snout, pig nose, butt, tail. <laughs> it, it's so over the top in a wonderful way. But it just felt like, I you know, you Jabba probably had two in the back of the palace pulling skiffs out like it just mm-hmm. made sense to me and that is the magic the magic is that it just felt like they were always there and that was fun for me this is Star Wars oh. fan in 2015 I, I love that perspective because yeah you're right that the big snoot in the tiny eyes just like the data bank says like let's let's push this into fun comic territory <laughs> there it is uh, there it is uh, and i love the scene i love the comedy i think it's some of uh uh, you know, John Boyega's uh, finest work is <laughs> fighting for water with the Hapaport. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on Data Bank Dive, but on the other side, we got a little bit more of the Hapaport, and we're going to give our rankings for how weird is the Hapaport. Stick around for more Data Bank Dive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome back to Data Bank Dive here in the Ford Center Podcast feed. This is a chance for me, Ken Absock, and Joseph Grimshaw to look at some of the more wild, weird, and wondrous parts of Star Wars and find all the love, the joy, the magic, the big themes there within. Today we're talking about the Hapapore and Make this uh, personal here, Joseph. You mentioned the design and and the Hapabor and doing some research for this episode, I discovered was one of the first designs for The Force Awakens by Neil Scanlon's excellent team because they wanted to show that they could what they could do with practical effects, which takes me back to a time, 2013, 2014, 2015, leading into this movie, where we heard that a lot, right? Practical mm-hmm. effects. You know, those nasty prequels had all the computer stuff. Now, JJ and his team didn't say that, but that was kind of the discussion at the time. And I understand that, though people would counter, including George in that food court debate we're having. Hey, Phantom Menace had much more practical stuff than people realized. We, we hear John Knoll talk about that. And we also know The Force Awakens had much more computer stuff and CGI and all those enhancements. Of course, of course, of course. But the cell was practical effects. So the mm-hmm. fact that this is one of the first ones, this is pretty amazing. And feel free to comment on that too here. But the question I have, Joseph, is you walk onto set and you turn the corner. How do you react to seeing a working life-sized Hapabore? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that is kind of the value of practical because you, you really can't imagine it, right? I mean, it would mm-hmm. be extra, extra scary to uh, walk around the corner in, you know, encounter Sebulba um, because uh, it totally, how, how does that exist? A Hapabore would be like, I could believe that this actually evolved on planet Earth. Yeah, <laughs> and it was forgotten. Uh, there's there is something tangible about uh, about the hapabore. Um, yeah, but I think this is really goes to what we're talking about with the different mood of a hapabore. Almost any other Star Wars creature, even ones I like, uh, I turn in the corner and there's a varactyl roaring at me. I'm scared. Mm. You know, yeah, a dewback. I'm scared. Uh, a tauntaun. I, I want to ride it, but I'm also scared. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A hapabore. If I encountered it in real life, I would only be scared if I was carrying a water bottle. Because 
Yes. I would fear it'd be like mine and like accidentally eat my arm in its attempt to take <laughs> my Dasani. Um, yeah. that, that's the only way I'd be scared. I think I would mm-hmm. see if I could walk up to it gently, mm. pat its snout, and then see if it would let me just climb on its back and read. Like, I don't even want to ride you. I just yeah. want to lie on you. <laughs> it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a couch, but it's a beast of beast of uh, your burden. It carries your burden for you. you exactly. Exactly. Uh, I love this. Yeah. And it, yeah, it does speak to, to the practical nature of things. And, and um, I think I, I look, I think of, I would react like Boba Fett does in book of Boba Fett to uh, Bantha's actually, you know, especially at the end, go make beautiful baby Bantha's that whole conversation, that vibe <laughs> I think would be me, but in real life on the set, I would want to ride it. Or I'd feel like I love the, you know, you and McGregor talking about, uh, you know, uh, set of Phantom Menace and seeing the bongo and just kind of get lost in the moment and saying, does it, George, does it submerge, submerge? Do, do we get to take this underwater? I'd be like, does, does this move? Can I, can I ride it? Can I ride it? Like, no, it's, it's a prop to sit there. It's going to move, but you can't ride it. I think I'd be lost them up. And a lot, a lot of it goes to what we're describing about the Hapabor. Uh, and funny, and I was thinking about the Banthas, even while you're talking there, like we didn't even learn about the Banthas personalities till later. Like I don't feel like I knew a Bantha in A New Hope, uh, but now I do. And now I'm very protective from, thanks to Mando and Book of Boba Fett, very protective of, of Banthas being used as bait for Krat Dragons. Krat Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's upsetting. Yeah. Cause they're so great. And those big teeth that you want to brush. Um, so I think yeah I'll, I'll I'd be I'd be thrilled and, and you see a, you see a hapabore and they just you, I'd approach with caution um, but again I'm talking about a prop so I'd still approach it with with caution uh, but they seem so friendly and a lot of that that uh, I know you have a kind of an art and design background that I don't have but that 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 concept of this is stereotypical definition of beauty but a lot of times you, who's considered or what is considered a, a cute or or beautiful has to do with like oversized features like big mm-hmm. eyes cheeks. yeah so the nose that nose is just so cute you just want to go pet it and, and sh- let it drink its water and back <laughs> off but it's a lot of that's there and again i turned this is i'm talking about an actual set a practical fact if i was john boyega on that day this is all the things i do how 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 big do you think the snout holes are like practically like do you think i mean i guess well i, I guess i can pull up an image i was wondering if like I think they're, yeah. they they kind of they're cute. Like the snout is cute, but there's also like I my whole hand would dip, my whole arm goes up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like you don't oh, want to yeah. be like right next to a hepabore when it takes like a big breath through its snout holes, right? Because like would your head fit in there? <laughs> I agree with that. And what? Oh my gosh, I'm doing a sir. I'm doing a. Oh my gosh, we're, we're, who's selling these hepabore figures? I am on a on a. I, I just did an image search to try to. I, I first of all, I think I think the. Hapabores, oh my gosh! There's a great photo from the set. I'm looking online. I can't even trace. I'm in some. I'm in some chat thread on, on rebelscub.com. There's a Hapabore with a blue tarp being pulled off of it. You could get. You could get half your body up that. Nostril. <laughs> yeah, snout holes. Uh, I, I was uh, forgetting the word nostril. So thanks for bringing that back <laughs> into my vocabulary. You know, snout holes. Oh, this is, oh my gosh, this is crazy. This is happening live oh. on air. This is why I'd love doing live to tape. This is a spoiler forum from June 5th, 2014. It's a leaked set photo, which I do not like leaked set photos, but now we are eight years removed from this photo. And there's people reacting to it in the chat saying, oh, wow. oh, oh the, the excitement for it. And, oh, it's like a dewback. And I'd love to toss this next to a dewback or a land speeder as a figure. Oh, this is fascinating. 
It's yeah. fascinating because this I, is a toy website. Um, Rebel Scum, of course, a lot of people know, Vintage to Modern Star Wars Collecting. So this is a, hey, look at the set image. Would you want to buy a figure of it? Um, <laughs> and they're championing. No, it's no CGI. It's built. It's manned by four or five people. Crazy times, crazy times. I definitely don't approve of leaked set photos, but eight years after, this is fascinating research. Uh, all to answer the question of, Joseph, I'd stick half my body in that nostril. <laughs> and uh, this is just turning into uh, Google with Ken and Joseph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, scrolling down the the uh, image list, and I I remember that there was a Hapabor in one of the uh, uh, the mm-hmm. the animated shorts yeah. of um, Forces of Destiny. There we go. Um, I, but I forgot that a part of the story is the Hempelboard just has a big thing stuck up its nose. So I, I is, you scroll down, mm. there's an image with Ray sticking her hand all the way up <laughs> the snout hole or nostril, if you're fancy. Uh, so uh, that's maybe where some of the visceral uh, fear of being trapped in the nostril came from. Seeing Ray that's- just reach up in there. You're so right. And this is crazy. And scrolling down further. So the Disney parks... <laughs> On this thread, the Disney Parks by November had was selling these, and maybe on their Disney Shop website, their lake latex uh, uh, scale with the three and uh, three quarter figures. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can get these anymore. I would love to get my hand in one of these, and the photo shoot I'd have with my Chihuahuas would be uh, amazing. <laughs> and, and this is this this whole episode's walk down memory lane. We're celebrating seven years of Force Awakens. Uh, and and someone has a picture of hey I got one of the Hapabor toys and it's next to something called the uh, you know Guavian Death Gang Trooper, mm. Guavian Enforcer. So wow, crazy times, crazy times, all in celebration of the wonderful Hapabor. Okay, that is right. Hmm. Mm. All right. Well, uh, before you and I start adding to cart from eBay, uh, we'll have our uh, final, most important question of the day. Now, jumping into the story, Joseph, if you were in Finn's shoes and maybe you'd be out of the shoes based on the uh, heat and the conditions he was experiencing there, would you share that water with that Hapabor? Oh, yes, I would. I would. Uh, I would not fight when the Hapabor uh, body checked me. Uh, you know, if I didn't have to uh, go intervene in a fight between Ankar's thugs and uh, mm. and Ray, um, I w- I would go try to like find a cup or anything I could make as a cup, and I would just like try to scoop a little bit of water and get so far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's that's clearly the half of Boar's trough. Don't want to mess with their thing, and I don't want them to uh, lazily forget I'm there. Take a deep breath in and suck half my body up their nostril. No. We do not want that. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you got to do what you got to do. I'm, you know, infamous for having most meals at gas station, convenience stores. So I I can eat and drink a lot of questionable things, I guess. Uh, uh, But I don't want to, you know, encroach on the Hapabor. But if I'm that thirsty and I've just experienced what Finn had, I am sharing with that Hapabor. I'll let him have more, but I'm going to have a big gulp of that water. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I've been marching through the desert. Absolutely mm. drinking that nasty apple water. Apple <laughs> water. Hopefully it's just the water. All right. Our final rating time. We're going to rate the wild, weird, wondrous factor of the Hapabor. Our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos that we love, Lobot. So Joseph, uh, out of 10 Lobot heads, of course, one being the least, 10 being the most. How many Lobot heads do you give the Hapabor and Hapabors in general? 
Well, you know, I was going to go a little bit lower than I normally do. I was going to go mm. five out of 10 Lobot heads because in a way, yeah. what is fresh about the Hapabor, especially, you know, seven years ago is, a, you know, some of the creatures had been wilder or scarier and the Hapabor's charm really is just this like kind of vibe, which made it a little bit more normal. But you know what? I'm going to bump up to six <laughs> Lobot heads because while we're talking, I went to yeah. Disney Plus, I muted it. And I started Phantom Menace to see the Yopi butt situation. And you definitely see anatomy, but there is ambiguity. And that's what's Mm -hmm, different. mm -hmm. People can show me many shots from Star Wars of the posterior of an animal. But there's Mm -hmm. always mystery. Is that fur? Is that uh, some Mm -hmm. sort of gland? What is is that? We don't know. That's what's different about the Hapabore. Those are are cheeks. That's a, you know... (laughs) So I'm hey, going to bump it up. That the 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 clarity gets it up to yeah. six lobot heads. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Uh, I too understand what you're saying about it. it's just so part of Star Wars. It's so normal. That's what I love about the Hapabore. But I think you toss in the personality, the collecting of water, the fact that it uh, is really patient with you, despite the fact that you might mistreat it. Uh, it's just a wondrous kind of. Uh, stew of a lot of different things and it is totally weird just look at that face it's weird the most wonderful ways so i'm gonna go seven i'm gonna go seven out of ten lobot heads for that nice nice sounds like almost seems like i'm I'm bidding one dollar price is right (laughs) on you but uh, i'm not there so that is it that is our discussion on the half of board any final thoughts on the half of board joseph seven years on no, it's really fun to reflect on the Hapaborn. It's really fun to reflect on the Force Awakens and, and reflect on all the joy that it came out when it came out and mm. the fun of learning these new names. I remember not knowing the Hapaborn's name and wanting to. And that's yeah. always a fun place to be. It is. It is indeed. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you have uh, uh, having a lot of fun uh, looking back on Force Awakens. Maybe you have some, your own memories you want to share. There's ways you can do that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. And from there, you can link to all the other things we do, including our YouTube channel. We've been highlighting the YouTube channel. If you want to subscribe over there and help us reach our next goal of 7,000 subscribers as we grow the channel. Uh, please consider it and uh, do so if you want. You can find me at Ken Napsock or KenNapsock.com. Be uh, raring up for some new things in the new year. Podcast shows, more comedy shows, all those things. Joseph, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media with the handle at Joseph Scrimshaw. In particular, I'd love for you to come find me on Instagram as all the social media shuffles around. I think Instagram is going to be one where uh, people end up spending some time. So uh, feel free to find me on Instagram. You can also go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com or check out my YouTube channel. Just search for Joseph Scrimshaw there as well. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, everybody, for the Hapabors everywhere who just want a drink, this has been... Databank Dive on 4 Center. We'll see you next time. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.